Is the DJI drone app worse than TikTok for security? Welcome to Tech First with John Kutz here. There's been a lot of concern lately about TikTok and its supposed dangers, and frankly, most of them have kind of fizzled. Not all of them, but most of them. That is not something you can say about the Android DJI Go 4 app. So DJI's Android app lets you fly your drone. It also contains sophisticated hidden functionality that can phone home every hour to Sina Weibo, one of the most popular Chinese social media sites, asking for fresh commands. Those new commands could include installing new apps on your phone for almost any purpose. In addition, the app restarts itself automatically when you try to quit it. So the cybersecurity research firm Grimm said in a blog post, the application restarts itself when closed via the Android swipe closed gesture. Thus, users may be tricked into thinking the application is closed, but it could be running in the background while sending telemetry requests. So Grimm conducted an extensive analysis of the app, which of course was banned along with the drones by the US military years ago. They peeled through layers of code obfuscation that attempted to hide its functionality. And Grimm found that the app, which has been downloaded between one and five million times, also until very recently collected a significant amount of private user information to send back to a Chinese analytics company, MobTech. That data included the IMEI, the International Mobile Equipment Identity. That's a device identifier. It's usually unique. The IMSI, that's the International Mobile Subscriber Identity, which is definitely unique. The SIM serial number for your SIM card, your Bluetooth address, your MAC address, that's a media access control address. It's also a unique identifier. Wireless network name, carrier name, SD card information, and more. So most of this is very unusual data collection. It's far beyond anything you typically need to operate an app or maybe even to target advertising or anything like that. It's extremely invasive. And the maker of the DJI app seems to have known that what they were doing was not kosher because they tried to hide their steps. So one of Grimm's security researchers writes that Grimm also discovered data being gathered in the com.mob.comments function. This function uses obfuscated strings in an attempt to hide the data collection. After calling this function, the application then calls another function to send the data out onto the network. So the DJI Go4 app also contains a self-update mechanism. Grim says that can be used to install new functionality without using the approved Google Play app update system. And of course, doing so is completely against Google's developer policies. Pretty obvious why, of course. This update option completely bypasses the Google Play Store, giving DJI servers the ability to fully control the APK, that's Android file, downloaded, whether with malicious intent or not, Grim says. Interestingly, when the app tells you it wants to update itself, it also asks for permission to, quote, install unknown apps, unquote. Doing so uses the Weibo SDK or software development kit inside the app to install any app that DJI or anyone else in control of the app wishes. That behavior, according to Ars Technica, says is like the behavior of botnets and malware, which generally want the ability to do whatever they want to do on a phone, extract any data they wish, install any other applications they would like. 
adding to the potential severity of any misuse, this app requests an extensive array of permissions before you even install it, including accessing your camera, your device ID, phone call information, your identity, storage information so it can read USB cards, modify them, delete them, contacts. It wants your device and app history, including apps that are running, your microphone, along with the ability to record audio, your location, both GPS and network-based, and Wi-Fi information. So, of course, there's some permissions that DJI needs in the app to run it, to be able to access the drone and, and to be able to control your drone in flight. But it certainly doesn't need all that, and it's hard to imagine why it needs to uh, see your contacts, for instance, or know what other apps are running, those sorts of things, or record audio. Uh, <laughs> that is an odd one for the device that's simply controlling a drone. The app also asks permission to interact across users, control media playback and metadata, access, modify, delete internal media storage contents, access a download manager, download files without notification, control vibration, get full network access, read Google service con configurations, change network connectivity, uh, create accounts, set passwords, access Bluetooth settings, close other apps, connect and disconnect from Wi-Fi, use accounts on the device, do a Google Play license check, view network connections, read battery stats, pair with Bluetooth devices, and prevent your device from sleeping. So this is a very, very long and extensive list. And the device-specific data listed at the top of this article does not appear to be present in the DJI privacy policy, which contains no mention of your IMEI, your IMSI, your SIM serial number, your Bluetooth address, your MAC address, all of which, of course, can be used to track and trace individuals. And it seems would certainly be personally identifiable information under Europe's GDPR regulation and likely would also fall under the provisions of the California Consumer Privacy Act as well. When I last checked, the app is still available on Google Play. Thank you so much for being with me on Tech First. My name, of course, is John Kutsir. If you like this broadcast, if you like this podcast, hey, rate it, review it, share it. That'd be wonderful. Have a great day.